Well, that's exactly right. What we've done is we've taken the 360, we've added a DSP, and then we've... What happened to your eyes? That big eye. You will need eyes to see. Culture Purgatory. This is Jeremy, and on this side note episode, I have one of my favorite cuz, my favorite cuz of all time, uh, Stephanie. Hiya. Yeah, she is. And then we're <laughs> uh, we, we, we were talking for a bit uh, the other night, and we are going to talk about a fantastic movie that is part of our our childhood, and probably a part of a lot of your childhoods too. Uh, we're going to be talking about 1996's The Craft. To the other kids at St. Bernard Academy, they were the girls who didn't belong. Whatever you do, stay away from them. Why? They're witches. But after years of being on the outside... Why'd you lie about me? I don't want to go out with you again. Please, stop begging. It's pathetic. Four girls are about to discover the dark side. You ever heard of invoking the spirit? Black magic. We can make things happen. I mean, this is it. This is real. Columbia Pictures welcomes you to the witching hour. Her spell is working. Sit. First question is, Stephanie, when was, the last, when was the first time you saw the craft and you know, uh, how did it impact you? 
Oh my god, dude! I, I, how the fuck would I remember that? I was so young, I couldn't possibly remember it. Like that's how long ago it was. It was. <laughs> it's one of those movies where it feels like you were just like born knowing it. Right. You know? Yes, I like, agree. You, you don't. It's just like. It, it for sure made me want to be a witch. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Um, I I just rewatched it, and it's like okay you it's they seemed a lot more powerful when i was like younger watching it you know when you're far more susceptible and everything and i'm like okay well like they're not like harry potter powerful they're not (laughs) (laughs) i don't even know even that powerful honestly i mean yeah they're like powerful in a different way but like you know she's changing her hair color and it's like harry potter's over here like fucking he's like destroying armies so like i feel like there's a different level but like you watch it and you're just like oh my god that's fucking amazing do they just make like waves in the ocean or they're flying through windows like this is insane (laughs) and i just i i think that was probably the start of me wanting to be a witch (laughs) for sure right right also how they dressed was just like i need that right right that's where I. That's kind of where I fell of all this stuff too. I mean, I it was not mainly being a witch, but maybe I like. I would definitely like to be involved with a witch. I liked women that dressed this way. I like. I like the dark arts, and I've always liked metal and death metal and stuff. And I like this idea. I like the necro- Necronomicon. I, I like you know upside down crosses and stuff like that. I, I like yeah. this idea. I like this ideal quite a bit. And like, it's um, the spiritual, the like, right? But I like the foreign too. Like it's all foreign to yeah. me. Like like people say, no, 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 don't don't get involved with it. It's like, yeah, well, why not? And it's it's all yeah. about you know, uh, you know, it's about the earth and about the water and about the the wind and all of that. And I like I like all of that. There's nothing evil about that whatsoever. But um, I I like that we can go back to this at 30 year olds and like watch like. Well, I mean, like Nancy, like turns a light, like a red light green. That's that's it's not that crazy, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's exactly. pretty. I mean, still, it's but like it makes sense though with like the like I feel like if magic, if magic was real and you could uh, obtain magic, <laughs> it would be something like this. Like <laughs> you know, someone you can list somebody up, you know, for a few seconds, and their mom comes in and like you drop to the <laughs> floor, or you know, yeah. stuff like like that's that stuff. I think is very realistic. Like uh, you know, the fact that like you see, um, uh, you see what's her name? Not not uh, you see uh, like Sarah like uh, intertwine uh, the racist blonde girl's hair into in, intertwine with her hair and, and others yeah. way use their hair. I, all that stuff is very interesting yeah, to that's me. That's what you would do in high school. You totally like, oh, this chick's been bullying me. I want her to lose her hair. That'd be yeah. show her. Well, they didn't even like know that she was going to lose her hair. They just wanted something. Right. They just, they just wanted did karma it. to come and bite her in the ass. Like they just yeah. wanted something karmic and that was it. So they weren't even like they were like, even they were there's like, I don't know what's gonna happen. It could be mm-hmm. an, I don't know. Like little love spells and stuff, like super, right. super teenage stuff. Like absolutely right. what real life like <laughs> no one's having like a Harry Potter moment where they're walking into this gigantic maze and fighting off like sphinxes <laughs> and like, you know, crazy half dead like Voldemort snake people. Like that's right. that's <laughs> that is that stays in Harry Potter. If right. we had magic, we would totally be bringing on karma to all of our bullies 
in life and (laughs) (laughs) little love spells that's absolutely right but i also like the 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 love spells to sort of make fun of the this guy who's a piece of shit but then like it becomes like terrible like he becomes like a fucking like stalker then becomes sort of a semi-rapist like he's a he's horrible and like but like it backfires on them and then you see um oh you see like rochelle like feel bad that racist blonde lady's hair is falling out of her head and she feels and then she turns to the mirror and like she's not facing the mirror her mirror image is also looking the same way like, oh fuck that's fucked up it's crazy um, you know yeah. um, well they, they kept saying it that the you know what you put out there comes back to you time right. three. so they like that was kind of a i don't know i think that was like a a really proper message to put in there because yeah you see the yeah i mean they're and that was something that I, I had to keep reminding myself when I was watching it because, um, how do you? Uh, I, I'm always gonna butcher her name, um, Feruzka, uh, Balk, who played Feruzka Balk, Balk, yeah, yeah. She just gives you like she is just, you never buy her as a teenager, but you watch it and like I had no. to force myself to think, no, she is a teenager. So when she's like rolling around giggling, it's like, look, she's just a teenager, damn it. And they really are just being like goofy little girls and doing these silly things, not thinking too much about them, not putting too much behind it. But when they finally do put like real power behind what they're doing, you know, again, they're kids. They don't know what they're doing. So they have to have these consequences to say like, you don't just fuck with witchcraft. Like this is serious shit. And you will absolutely like you have to be careful with it because you can't just go out there and like curse someone that shit will come back to you. You want to put out good karma or uh, not good karma, but just good energy into the world because as a witch that should always be it's like right. uh it's like martial arts like there's a bunch of forms of martial arts where they say this is like a defensive tactic don't just go out and start beating people up because you know taekwondo like, of you know? course yeah of course like, yeah. you know you learn a skill you have to use it wisely you can't just go around like fucking with people's lives so i thought that was like a really proper kind of sorry my cat's uh <laughs> i don't know no, if you it's can okay. Hear this. okay he's uh, uh he's trying to add some commentary of his own um but it's just i mean it's i think that was a really like poignant note that i don't know that you really pay attention to so much um like right out the gate especially when you're a kid watching a movie yeah. like that but it's like yeah, a lesson learned it's like yeah no you know okay indulge in your witchcraft but understand it has right. consequences i thought that was fun <laughs> and I, 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 I think like. I, I think that's an interesting. That's what I like too. But I think that you're you're on point. And I think a lot of people, if they really love this movie and come back to it years later and see it again, um, I would ho- I would hope that's what you get out of it because that's what I think that's what literally this movie is about. Like yeah. getting having a gift and being able to basically plant the right seeds and try to you know if if you're the right person you can walk away from all this stuff you don't have to because there's a scene in the movie where like where um sarah's like she's talking to rochelle and rochelle's like do you think it's gonna work she's like i don't fucking know like he has <laughs> yeah. no idea if this magic's gonna work or not but like what happens though if this magic does work and none of them are very 
very um, aware of whether or not it will happen or not. But it's they're just they're just doing it because it's it's what it comes down to is it's a they're finding a clique of people, and we we find these really interesting ladies um, who are outcasts by. Uh, I'm not sure if it's everybody, but specifically the the jock douchebag guy. Oh, it's it's everyone. Like everyone's always giving them these looks. You can just ugh. they but have you, they have to be total outcasts. They have to be like they have the to absolute be. most bottom of the barrel kind of like you know don't don't associate don't ever associate with those guys. Those are like the bitches of Eastwick. I think they're called at some yeah. point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is actually, actually a pretty great name. I, I love to be part yeah. of it each week, but I but I get I get where they're coming from. It's 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 very misogynistic and shitty, and he's a horrible person. Um, even though I feel like you know, uh, Fruza Ball could probably beat the fuck out of him in the in the fucking uh, hallway anytime. Like it's a total joke. <laughs> he plays like football in his pants, like his pleated yeah. pants or some shit. It's a total joke, but uh, um. But um, yeah. it's interesting, like these. Uh, so we have uh, Rochelle, who's the African American uh, of of the three, and uh, we have the blonde lady who played uh, 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 Marsha in the the Brady Bunch oh. movie back in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's a racist, very obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, she makes it obvious. Yeah. And we have. Uh, well, she comes uh, right out and says it. She said. Um, yes. Rochelle is like, why don't you like me? And she's like, I don't like Negroids. Negroids, yeah. I was like, okay, uh, just like, well, bitch. she's direct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I actually was just, um, Gorgeous woman. I was looking at some Jesus. of the trivia on the IMDb, IMDb yeah. site for the craft. And I think it was saying something about how initially the actress's name is Rachel True. She was like, kind of put off by that, like, the racial bullying in there but oh, like okay. after the fact she was kind of like okay yeah that's that's sort of important like they initially she her problem was going to be an eating disorder but oh i mean i think that makes a lot more sense like let's be real if you have an eating disorder it's probably like it takes a lot of like intervention to like oh, yeah yeah correct I, that yeah. it's not gonna just be like well i got an eating disorder let me brew up some witchcraft and just see if i can <laughs> you know you need something a little bit more motivational than that you, you need something you need something deeper heavier with la- with layers and yeah. racism is is it's a, a massive it. part of this of our of humanity right uh, forever so yeah. I'm glad they picked that instead. It honestly, if you never seen this before and saw it for the first time, and it has when Rochelle confronts her the first time, like that's actually really shocking. Like what? What? Yeah. Like that's it? Like she's not any like it's not like the fact that me Rochelle is better than her, but it's more like oh you're just a fucking racist. Like holy yeah. fuck, you're so you are so <laughs> thinly veiled. Like you're such a piece of shit. Like that's where you go to. Like Jesus yeah. Christ. Um, well, I mean, oh, it just. It's funny because I I found myself having a really hard time sympathizing for this chick as she's losing her hair. <laughs> I never I, like, felt bad for her. I'm sorry. I just never yeah, did. Yeah, and Rochelle did at some point. Like she would look on and just kind of be like, oh bummer. Like yeah, honestly, yeah. I I am petty as fuck. I would I would be standing there laughing and telling her like how much she deserved that. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even be able to like fake looking sorry for her no you know no. i was just like wow no. looks like karma finally caught you bitch 
Right. Toodles, it's like, like, and then I'd peace out. Mm, that's <laughs> like Chris. <laughs> like Chris is the the jock douchebag who uh, uh, the script the the guy who wrote the script. Um, I think his name is Peter for uh, Fellardi. I think his name is. But like cleverly called this character Chris Chris Hooker because he's obviously <laughs> some this dude who gets a fucking round. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> Um, I, I, I wanted to go through the fucking TV screen when he was like, well, I'm at, uh, you can come to, you can come to full off practice, you know, Hey, and like, fuck you, man. Like I want to fucking like knock you up right now, obviously. But, but, um, we have, uh, that piece of shit. We have Bonnie. I love Bonnie and F Campbell's character who, you know, she hides herself, which I, I, I was a kid that was like that too. Wore the jackets in the summertime, you know, cause I'm fat and I don't want people to see what I really look like. But she's a very sympathetic character, and yeah. we have Rusa Bolt character, who's Nancy, um, uh, who is this person who feels that like she never really, she never really got what she thinks that she deserves. Like she didn't, yeah. she didn't think she feels like she should be in a fucking trailer park, and have a trailer she trash want to be mom. White trash yeah, white trash. Yeah. <laughs> then we have then we have Sarah, who I think is is very sympathetic, uh, like Bonnie. And like Rochelle, and this is like this really interesting. Like, I think it's another really smart part from the writer is that you know um, to be sort of getting getting into Wiccan or any sort of witchcraft, um, you have to be sort of you, you have to be like mellow. You like have it has to be like yeah. this sort of flat. Well, Nancy proves that because yeah, yeah, <laughs> she's she's the fucking poison in the well, right? Like she's like she's yeah. the ripple in this whole effect. Yeah. But like I think that's interesting. Like to have all these people that are pretty sympathetic and you have nancy but you can also be sympathetic with because like i don't want to be in this place and hear these people fight all the fucking time and be in this lower place like i get that too and how everything comes to her head and how she brings these other sympathetic people with her to be fucking mean people and uh so many montages of them having a good time together and all that and they become like a really nice sisterhood uh, but, um, yeah. yeah, I think it's well, that's like the whole point mm. of a coven is to have that support system around you. Right. And right. I mean, like I was saying how, like, when you look, when you watch a movie like this, when you're really any movie, when you watch a movie as a kid and then you watch it as, as an adult and you can relate to it as a kid because the characters are kids right. as an adult, you realize like, okay, they are kids. They have a very limited experience in life. And when something doesn't go their way, they just want out or they just want control or they just want or quit some kind of like yeah. childish wants, you know, or they're lash not out. Yeah. yeah. And so, I mean, how many times when you, I know when I was a kid, when I was that age, if I experienced anything that disagreed with me, it was just like, oh man, I wish I was, wish I was an adult and I had a car and just drive away. Or like, I wish I had superpowers so I could just like zap that person and make them disappear. You know, like <laughs> you, you have all these like grand ideas. And so right. it's, it's really easy to put yourself in Nancy's shoes and say like, I understand Right. Or I understand being abused or neglected or, you know, I understand poverty. I understand like all of the different things that she went through. And and then suddenly you have the power to do things and you just go crazy and wild with power. Yeah, people are deprived of something like that. And then suddenly they have it. 
They don't know how to, they don't know what to do with it. It's like the no. new rich. They just spend all right. of their money on right. cars and islands and then they're poor again. <laughs> right. I mean, you, like, you get to see Bonnie and Bonnie actually gets to expose her shoulders because she doesn't have the back scars anymore, right? Yeah. You know, and she, uh, and, and Rochelle doesn't have, what's her name? They're taunting her about basically be, yeah well, i think it's like more internally it. just like yeah that bitch is getting she's off screen somewhere but she's totally bald and really right, right. Creep and all that attitude she had for me earlier so she's she had, enjoying oh, sorry, revenge right i mean that's why i think that this movie talks to us so much more when we're kids and I think it still talks to us now, even as adults, because we remember all that stuff back in the day, but we would know how to sort of handle that stuff now. But as kids, like, fuck, yeah, I want to get fucking, you know, these people, you know, somebody called me something. I want to get fucking revenge on these fucking guys. And like the fact is a slow burn into something that they don't, that other people in the outside world don't really understand that they do. Well, quote unquote, they do because they don't all really know they're just doing it because it's something they've. I'm not really sure if they really understand it or if they're using it for its like Manon is this a god, a spiritual god, this god of like earth, wind, and earth and water, and um, they're not. You're not sure whether or not like they really want to understand his following or just use it to become powerful because. Yeah. Everybody is very complicated. We have like four different very interesting characters in this movie, in this coven. Yeah. And they're all coming they all come from they all come into like one space. Like they all come from a different area, really. Like 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 Sarah is like an outcast in this high school. Like she wants to belong. I get that. But then she she comes to a clique where they also don't know how to belong. And they're all interesting characters. They're really powerful, interesting characters, in my opinion. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. Um, I feel like even the dad is like the dad, like Sarah's dad is like so out of place. Like even when the homeless <laughs> man comes in with the snake and everything, uh, and he shoot he shoots him off, and like he doesn't even help up his daughter. Like he just stays on the fucking ground the whole time, and he kills the snake and. And then, like, you think that, like, maybe uh, there'd be, like, a heartwarming moment between him and her in the car before she drops him off, drops her off. And it's, like, just, just nothing there. And I wish there was more with that stuff, but there's not. I don't know. I feel like... I feel like that stuff tends to be realistic. I feel like he's such a secondary character, or even tertiary character. Like, he's not even secondary. But right, he's such right. a he's such a, like, background thought like we need to it's important to get an idea of him because toward the end when they do that glamour to make sarah think that her parents died in that plane crash right, right. you want to know that like she had a dad and she cared about so i feel like they gave us just enough but i mean if my dad drove me to school every single day or even just once like i couldn't tell you how fast i jumped out of that car like bye dad okay see you later oh, <laughs> and like I'm gone. I'm not. I'm not trying to have a heartwarming moment with him. <laughs> like well, I mean, anytime like, I'm getting out of the car, I'm just like, I'm, okay. Or I'm sitting there like, do I? Can't you just keep driving? Do I have to be here? Like just. And then I'm like irritated with it. But it's like, 
I mean, that's interesting. That's very interesting because I uh, actually uh, my Bryce's first day of sixth grade, he thought it was embarrassing for me for me to walk him to school. He told me that in my face. (laughs) That was brutal. That's sixth grade. You laugh at it, and but it's, totally it's, hard, it's hard to hear from a, from your your child. But yeah, it's rough. yeah, it's easy for me to say about my parents, but I think as the parent hearing that about your kid, yeah, I can I can see that. I think that's it's rough. But I think the the interesting part here is that like her mom is dead, and <laughs> she died during childbirth. And like you want, I always wanted ever since I saw this as a as a kid, I was like, I want to know like, well, could the dad sort of elaborate? on how the mother is and then i would i have the shot factory blu-ray it has deleted scenes in it and I, I so i went back and i watched those and they're not in there there's no scenes of where sarah talks about her her mom or there's no there's no scenes where her, uh sarah's dad talks to her about her mom there's only three deleted scenes in this whole movie and it's like they don't ever talk about any of that stuff which is a big bummer for me at least but yeah yeah again i i feel like uh, i I don't know when it comes to all of my media, I really prefer when things give me that sense of reality. I feel like scenes like what you're talking about that weren't included. When I see those kinds of scenes in movies, I always just feel like really guys, we couldn't have like just added a quick line in there about whatever, blah, blah, blah. You know, this was important because, and then move along. Like sometimes I just get irritated with how, like I'm I'm so <laughs> anti-emotion sometimes. <laughs> so so am I. I. I just think that I, 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 agree, I agree with you. I agree with you. I totally agree with what you're saying. I just think that sometimes it's okay because we don't even have like we don't have even that in here. It's like he just kills a snake and says, "Hey, you look pretty," and you know we will get some uniforms. And she's like, "Nah, don't worry about it. That's it." And then we don't ever see the dad ever again. Well, that's the I, thing. But I get what you're saying with the reality thing, though. Like that probably would never happen in reality. But yeah, yeah. Until like she's like, until we came back into what's with Sarah when she's like 40 years old, and like Dad's like, let me tell you about your mom. Like, like <laughs> oh yeah, okay, thanks. You know, whatever. But yeah, that's how it goes. But I'm, I'm just now well, hearing stories about my dad from my mom that are like shit I never knew before. But it takes a long time. I'm 36 yeah. now, so yeah. Yeah. Well, for me, I feel like. Because even when I think back to, like, earlier viewings, I I always had in the very back of my head this memory of her dad being in the movie. And it kind of stopped there. Like, remembering exactly what he said or exactly what he did was never important enough. It was just, she has a dad, we see him at some point, and we like him. And that's... Sure, he's a likable guy. Yeah, Yeah. And I feel like the time that you see her being in the house alone or, you know, just walking somewhere alone, it kind of, I feel like it just adds to the sense of like self-sufficiency that she has. I agree with, I completely agree with that. Oh, it's like, yeah, she, she brings on the power of Manon at the very end. And it kind of, that's, you know, that's help. She isn't just by herself. She has Manon there and she's like, that's how she's. Or her mother. Yeah. I mean, either or. So it's not completely her, but she's manifested them through her own kind of like willpower. So it's kind of, for me, when I think about like, she's, she spends so much time on her own, even when she's with her coven, there's this sense of like, 
she's a little bit outside of them. She's a little I, bit. I, I completely agree with that. There's that scene in, in, in science class where they all three of them are sitting next to me with each other on one desk. And then Sarah's by herself on this big desk by herself. It's like, oh, shit. Wow. Yeah. You can still take care of herself. Exactly. Like, you never get. I just I never felt like she resented being alone or she resented um, like or she felt insecure about being. <sighs> she always gets the impression so right. just, I can take care of myself. Um, yes, I would like. I would like friends. I would like to belong. I would like acceptance, but <laughs> she fucking takes care of it, man. Like right, Honestly. right after Chris almost rapes her, you know, she goes to <clears throat> Rochelle's place and she's, you know, she's right. shaking and she needs that comfort. But, you know, and Nancy goes fucking wild. Goes, you know, when Nancy goes to like, um, get the revenge and everything it's it, she's not cowering she's not like in rochelle's arms or like, like don't do it nancy she's standing there yeah. as a powerful woman saying we don't need this like she's very very resolute independent in, yeah and so i i kind of feel like having any kind of parental figure in there too much i i liked the bookshop uh keeper lady yeah she's great yeah she's great kind i of like felt her a like lot. a yeah. nice little like mentor someone to like yes. throw in some information real quick and you just you trust it you you believe what she's got to say and she kind of directs things in the right way I, I but it never felt like sarah needed anyone else and i think right. once you get to the end and she basically in so many words just like kind of says that to bonnie and rochelle i think that just and it dropping all a, up a to that moment. On her, dropping just, a tree branch on them. <laughs> yeah, sure. Like her, uh, her silent "fuck you." Yeah, yeah like like that. <clears throat> now, <clears throat> I thought about this. I thought about what you were saying uh, when I was watching the movie today. Uh, basically, I had the same thoughts as what you're saying just now. Yeah, uh, and it's funny. Like, I, I uh, people think that I am strange because of that. <laughs> Because of being a person who can literally not see anybody for a long time and just be okay with doing literally nothing. But, like, I can work eight hours at home with my headphones on, with podcasts, uh, but whatever. And I can just go to stores with podcasts on and I can just be by myself. Mm -hmm. But literally, like, I enjoy just the information in my head. Yeah. And have a great time. And and, and literally Sarah is, is the same, that same sort of character. Um, exactly. And that's so interesting that you, you know, that literally like you brought that up here because I was like, oh, maybe, maybe like, I know it's not just me, but like, I'm not sure how anybody else is going to feel about that. And I'm so glad you brought it to <laughs> You brought it to fruition here like it's like it's like it's amazing to hear like i love it because it makes even more sense that we are the same blood because like i don't i'm okay <laughs> with just like being by myself i don't have to worry about other people even though yeah. i i'm married and have a family I, i'm I'm still okay like just hanging out by myself like i don't give a fuck you know it's cool, you guys gotta get out like i need alone time <laughs> yeah yeah I, I just like like literally like no problem like clean the house by myself or clean the bathroom or put the dishes up. Like I love all that stuff going out to, I can eat and go to the theater by myself and I'm oh, totally okay with it. No problem. Oh, yeah. And you know, 
I spend, I mean, more lately, I'm far more introverted, but over the course of my adult life, I've spent a lot of time on either end of that spectrum, introverted, extroverted. And right, I, right. I swear to God, I don't care how extroverted you are. You will always need some small amount of alone time. You have right, got, right. cannot always be with people. You're going to need time to just actually be alone with your own thoughts. It's right. not a, like you need to be in a room where there are no other human beings. And right. it's, oh, God is it's so satisfying. It's so rejuvenating, and it's it, is. it it makes you feel like Sarah from the craft because you just feel like all of a sudden I don't need anybody. I've got the power of Manon on my side, and I'm totally gonna wreck <laughs> shit if I need to. Oh, are you coming into my home with a bunch of snakes trying to make me kill myself? I don't think so. I, I got so. powers. Boom. <laughs> and now you're running from me, like. Uh, that's how you you feel powerful when you get your little bit of alone time and it reminds you of how independent you can be so right and i think that kind of just like like, nancy is very dependent on on uh bonnie and rochelle in this you know and 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 you can see it you can see it in 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 those ways like we're like you know nancy is very dependent on these two but like she is uh, kind of like maybe upset because Sarah can just be by herself and be fine. Like it's no yeah. big deal. But like well, uh, the fact that she gets so upset and sends like snakes and cockroaches and tarantulas yeah. and shit to her house. You know, like, yeah. fuck you, man. You know? Well, I hate to use the word, but it's because like they're her cronies. She needs cronies. And it's just oh, one yeah. of like, right. like a super villain just tends to need like an army of henchmen to get the job done where a super cronies are henchmen. Like, yeah. I forget that. Yeah. So it's like, you know, yeah, it's a bummer I because, the, Nancy, but it's just like, I want to love Nancy and just like give her a hug and just stroke her hair. I'm like, it's going to be okay. Just calm down and you can have the things you want, but you gotta be cool. man. You gotta be cool. <laughs> and then she's like squiggling and squirming. Just like, fuck you. <laughs> I'm <laughs> flying. I'm flying. <laughs> okay, I have to. I, I, oh my god, I have to mention this. So the scene where the that homeless man that like comes into oh Sarah's house with a snake, right? Yeah, yeah. And her dad comes down and scares him off. And then later on, when um, the Sarah. girls are like running across the street, and that yeah. homeless guy is chasing after Sarah again, he's like, "I saw. How to dream of you? How to dream of you?" Which first of all, you're, you're gonna be dead. Don't yeah. ever chase after a woman screaming, I had a dream of you, especially if you have a snake in your hand. That's, that's the worst thing a, a person could ever do to another human being. Don't ever do and his, it. But, he's, his dream is like, you're, I saw a dream with you, I saw a dream with you, and you were dead. Like, no, no, like that's, calm down. D- Sir, you need to find a better way to approach Sir. the situation. This Sir, please. <laughs> well, okay, so I was watching that and I. Like uh, it, it's 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 painfully obvious. I haven't seen this in a while, so I wasn't exactly sure how it was going to happen. But like with the music and the timing, and they're running across the street, you know he's going to get hit by a car or whatever, right? And well, yeah, but like the thing happens. is, though, they they left Sarah by herself, and then now it's just like Sarah by herself running across the street from a homeless yeah. guy. It's like, yeah, where the fuck were your but, friends at? <laughs> like, oh my god, but oh, oh, it's so like I'm I'm having the visual in my head. They showed this homeless man getting run over. It's a great scene, and though. They, that tire went over that dude's it's fucking head. That head bounced on the pavement. I watched it's a great that. Cut. Just, what the fuck? 
And then I think the craziest part is Steph. Crazy part, Steph, is that like cut to them running away, and when they're running the fields, they're like laughing and smiling, like "Yay!" Like, (laughs) "Cool, (laughs) kill this fucking homeless guy." (laughs) Oh my god, I'm trying to wrap my head around. Trying to wrap my head around how they shot this man's head crushed by a tire. Oh, it's a dummy. But it didn't. It didn't smash. I mean, I'm not obviously familiar with dummies. Like, what kind of your head well, if your head gets run over by a car a car tire more likely it will not smash your skull really? is very yeah your skull is very strong yeah really? and it's like a it's like a regular automobile too and it it, it it depends also on the speed of the car um uh it's kind of kind of like when you sprain your ankle or something like that it can just be like a really this small like slight thing um if you if you get what? fucking tumbled Wait, did you just say getting your head run over can be a really small thing <laughs> like no, 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 I said, it, it, well, uh, I'm saying that not a small thing like, like what I'm <laughs> like that. I'm saying that it, it's so quickly. Like he's going to walk away from that. It's, it's just a well, scratch. Well, I, well listen, I, I have a, uh, I have a, an example. Uh, I used to work in a warehouse and my foot, I got my foot ran over by a forklift. Oof. Uh, my foot, I, I didn't break any toes. I didn't break my foot or anything, but it happened what? really fast. Yeah. This is like two years ago. Never told you about it. Uh, I, only person knows about it is Joanna. Um, but uh, our warehouse was kind of ass backwards. We didn't have OSHA in there, so I walked into. I uh, we had this long warehouse, and the forklift goes like 15 miles an hour. It's, that's pretty quick, I guess, uh, for a very solid piece of machinery. For running over a foot. <laughs> well, just a big piece of machinery. Uh, it's very heavy. But uh, yeah, my foot, my full foot got ran over. I didn't break anything. So. Well, yeah, it's pretty. It's it's pretty crazy. But I've done some research because I'm a, I'm a macabre sort of motherfucker, and mm-hmm. I um I found out uh, a, a lot of a lot, the human body is a very tough thing. Yeah. Just because your head can be run over by a car doesn't mean you're not gonna fucking die. More likely, you're fucking dead. But doesn't mean your skull is crushed. Uh, yeah. Could mean that you could you could also possibly fracture something in your head, and mm-hmm. then hemorrhage and then die. So yeah. This okay. man, uh, this 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 man, <laughs> he probably hemorrhaged and fucking did. Uh, See, I, like- just, I I watched that and I'm like, why didn't it squish like a watermelon? Because <laughs> <laughs> you like you like all the you like all the shitty horror movies I like, so you want to see his head get smashed like a fucking watermelon. So yeah, I'm <laughs> something real graphic right now. <laughs> and that's I'm- a surprising thing too, right? Like this is not a graphic movie. Like it's a very like. It's a P- it's PG thirteen, but this is like nineteen ninety, like I forget what was it ninety six when this came out or whatever. Ninety six, yeah. I was actually yeah. just reading something else about that. the uh, The director was trying really hard to get a PG thirteen rating on it, really? and they tried. They literally went. Through, they jumped through every hoop to ensure by the end that it was a PG thirteen. And I read that, and I was like, in the back of my head, I'm like, yeah. Well, what about the dude just got his head smushed? <laughs> not, not too graphically, but it was still smushed. Oh, well, how about the uh, fucking? How about that line from fucking Bonnie, dude? When she's like, like, oh, you slit your, you cut your wrist, and she, you like, did, the she's right like, way. did the right way. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Fucking, that's almost as dark as getting the homeless man's head crushed. In a no, fucking like, car. So, like, I read that, and I'm like, are you sure you followed all the rules? <laughs> but then he said that at the very end, they still got an R rating because it dealt with teenagers. In witchcraft. Yeah, I, I read. But, I heard that on the commentary I watched uh, on my Blu-ray. Yeah. Yeah, like it was just always going to end up 
an R-rated movie. Like they might as well have gone real graphic with it. Oh god. I agree. Might as well have satisfied my my gore needs and just release <laughs> just like, well, like the, the crazy the craziest part is that it this also sort of like um this is sort of a time travel piece to back to where we were kids. It's like okay so you, so uh, uh, girls and witchcraft can't be PG-13. Why? Yeah. But this is the 90s so it's like no rated R because you have all these fucking people in the uh uh <laughs> The rating system, all these old fucking white fucks going like, <laughs> I don't know about this. Make this shit rated R. Fuck you. It's it's, it's well, so strange. I mean, a lot it's of so super strange. super Christian people. I mean, do you remember like all of the backlash when Harry Potter came out? Like, oh yeah, I remember. This I remember all that. So like this witchcraft and Lord of the Rings. I, I remember. I, I remember this specifically. My mom's mom, who's like highly Baptist. She's like, I'll never see Lord of the Rings. It's so against God. And then she saw Lord of the Rings. She's like. I get it. It makes total sense. It's light against dark. I'm like, no fucking shit. No. Yeah, the good guys against the fucking bad guys. I mean, I, I don't understand you people sometimes. <laughs> or never, honestly. Like, come on. I think the idea is that anything beyond, like, very basic. Like, if you attribute anything oh, Very basic. I'm with that, buddy. Yeah. Special to a different power other than god himself it just starts to get offensive to if jesus is not involved then there's a problem there for them yeah yeah so i mean because it's like it's they're trying to say well this is the work of god or this is the work of you know whatever whatever lord they're praying to and we're over here saying well it's just magic no no such thing as magic it's god we're like no no it's just fun magic and it it doesn't matter how it's used it's the fact that we're not giving god credit for it you know right right, right. like god would never allow you to just like wave a a wooden stick around and turn the lights on that's that's (laughs) god wants you to stand up and walk to the wall and flip the switch yeah right yeah Jesus, jesus also doesn't like uh isn't like gay people, isn't like homosexuals. Oh. Yeah, hey, that's great. But also the Bible has, uh, I think the, I believe the Bible mentions a, a unicorn about three or four times. So oh. hey, it, hey, whatever, hey, no big deal. It's the Bible. The, the Bible sounds pretty gay to me. <laughs> the Bible is very gay. <laughs> it's very gay. <laughs> it's very, very gay and stoop. It's very badly written. And it was written, I think, I. this is my true belief. Thing in there about some, some guy's got some really ugly shoes, so God burns them. <laughs> Yeah, right, right. Doesn't my, someone have my, like a sparkly jacket? Yeah, like 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 my uh, I forget the people in the, the whatever story in the Bible, quote unquote story in the Bible, were like, oh my my wife is sort of flirt- flirtatious, like okay, she gets turned to salt, like then I rape my daughter, like what, like right. oh, oh my god, great, oh shit, okay, yeah, okay, so we have we have Sarah here, who's a really we have Sarah, we have Bonnie, we have Rochelle, and I think Nancy and the core is still a good person great people and being confused and can still be great people. And what's the problem with that? I, I, I'll never understand the Christian right and all that shit, but like literally but what it comes also down at to a Catholic school. I feel like a Christian would take issue with that too. <laughs> I, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I was, I was kind of raised Baptist, uh, which um, I've kicked out the fucking front door. I'm done with all that shit, but like I, I I've seen, a lot, I've heard a lot of religious stuff and religious uh, beliefs. It's all really stupid, but like Wiccan is amazing. Like there's no, there's nothing about, it's all about just being a human. And yeah. what's the problem with that? I don't get it. 
I don't understand. I'll never, I, mean, I never will. That's a, that's a, I feel like a whole nother can of worms, man. I mean, if you want to get into like, oh, we won't get into it now. Aspects, but yeah. Like it's, I think it really boils down to a whole lot of your views are different than mine. And that's scary and the unknown to me. Right. So I don't like yeah. it. And that's innocent it. Like, I like what I like and you can't like anything else. <laughs> right. The difference is that it's not like the 17 to 1800s where they just burn you or put you in the fucking river with rocks on you or some shit like that. Or I mean, you. it's less like that. There's still people. Well, now they get on now they get on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and fucking roast you now. Yeah, but back then they kill you. Trolls for these days. Yeah. I would consider them trolls as well back then. They're yeah. very violent trolls. Uh, yeah. But um, yeah, that was ridiculous, and I, I I don't think that people really recognize a lot of that stuff from the past, like what you're talking about with Harry Potter, how much of like that was the devil. Like it's insane <laughs> to think about that. Like Harry Potter is the devil. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Oh my god! Like that's oh insane god. to think about. Do you remember? Did you ever see Harry Harry Potter at a theater with with protesters? Oh. Oh man! You're in Denver, so it's a little lighter. I think it, I feel like it's, like people are, like are more acceptant over there. But I can yeah, be wrong. Yeah, I, I, oh god, it's okay. So when did the first movie even come out? That was like 1999 or 2000. One of those two. Oh, Harry Potter's two. It, Harry Potter's 20 years old now. So the first oh, one. Yep, yeah, because they just had that reunion. Yeah, the um, reunion's very good too. But by the way, you gonna. Uh, it's on my list of things to do. Um, so 99, 2000. I know I saw that in theater. I know I did. I was like uh, middle school, high school at that point. Middle school. I must have. I must have seen that. I, th- I think me and you were ninth grade. Actually, I think we were ninth grade, close to tenth grade at that time when they came out. And I remember, uh, I saw it with with uh, I saw it with Carol, and there were protesters outside going like, you know. Whatever, like Harry Potter is the Antichrist. This is in the Woodlands, which is like a a very respected part of uh, our area over over here. Uh, where it's very free thinking and so to be, uh, like more respectful and uh, acceptance and all that stuff. But like, no, there's still crazy people outside going, "No, fuck this! It's fucking witchcraft and wizardry." Like. You know, it, yeah, well, it is. It's a, but the fucking movie, like, it's been happening forever. Like, and then you could turn them like, do you like Star Wars? Like, yeah, I like Star Wars, but it's the same fucking thing. Yeah, you it's get fantastic. It. Skywalker is Harry Potter. I don't fucking know what you're talking about. Yeah. Fuck you, dude. God. Yeah, those guys are. I don't. They've got sticks up their assholes. I was fortunate, like, regardless of when I actually saw any of those movies in theaters, I know that I have, and I know that there, there's. Couldn't have been any protesters. I feel like I would have. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll I'll, I'll mention one last thing. Um, uh, Me me and uh, Amy uh, went and saw uh, The Da Vinci Code when that first came out. And it was pro. (laughs) We saw this in Huntsville, Texas, by the way. And it was tons. There's people with like lawn seats, like (laughs) criticizing you for walking to the theater and buying. Like they can hear you buy the ticket. Like two for Da Vinci Code, please. Like, you need to come to First Baptist Church tonight, everyone. Like, God bless your soul. Redemption, redemption, brother. Redemption. Like, oh, my God. I'm seeing a fucking stupid movie with Tom Hanks with a bad wig. Like, fuck off, dude. Yeah. Crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> I don't know. Like, so I stupid. I plan to fall asleep at, like, 15 minutes in. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, it's super boring. It's a boring movie, but yeah. <laughs> well, I kind of wonder, like, if uh, the craft had any of that. I, I I wish I did some research on that stuff. I didn't do any of that. Um, I um, I guarantee you that probably definitely happened. Be- besides, you know, when you mentioned, you know, you know, girls and witchcraft and it has to be PG thirteen or it has to be rated R or whatever, uh, because <clears throat> the the director. He talked a little bit about that, but he didn't talk about like uh, he didn't really talk about any sort of like uh, protest or anything like that. But he, he but he definitely talks about like trying to fight for getting, you know, to, to g- girls in high school to be witches a thing, and he tried, you know, which so. is hilarious because now everyone wants to be a witch. So right, we have we have that, Sabrina we have Sabrina on on Netflix, which is an awesome show. I think anybody should watch it. Great show. Uh, it, better comic book though. Check out the comic book; it's way better. But um, but not, see, this, like, not well, Sabrina. It, not Sabrina from the '90s. Not that book. That Sabrina sucks. I'm talking about the new Sabrina, which is. I, I think to be fair, I did. I enjoyed that version of Sabrina when I, honestly, Salem was just an absolute treat. I was a you know I was a teenager. Teenage witch. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I like the cat. The Salem was, was the best part. So. Yeah, with Melissa John Hurt. Yeah, absolutely. Salem, the talking cat, was like the entire reason for watching that show. I agree. Yeah, the best like, part. Yeah. Salem. Like, oh, what, what kind of clever things is he going to say tonight? But actually, yeah, exactly. the, the new version is so much better. But like, you look at Sabrina now and how it's so, so over the top popular and i guarantee if the craft were to come out now it would have the same kind of because it has a new they they went out of their way to make a tv show about it like the craft legacy i think it's it's a movie it's like a sequel is it well then okay yeah but there you go like now we want it back then it was like risky it was you know this might be a rated r movie and now have you you seen that by the way it's a horrible movie the the sequel i have not yeah, legacy. If you can get a chance to see Legacy on Voodoo, check it out. I, 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 I harsh. I, I really like. I'm like, hey, listen, listen, dude. It's not great. <laughs> it's not a good movie. I mean, it, I didn't expect it to be. I don't. Did I? But I can't tell if it's supposed to be like a remake or a continuation or what exactly it's trying to do. But it's been a while since I saw it. But I think it's a continuation. But it's not. Yeah. It doesn't have anybody else from the original movie in it, but like the the characters that were there, they I believe they speak about them at some point. So I mean, it's I'd probably I'll probably end up watching it just because it's relevant. But and that's the point, though. Like it's now, it's like that is everywhere. Like it's so popular that they're they're jumping back into the night. I mean, they remade Charmed. You know, like they, they, re- they remade Charmed. Yeah. What I, I didn't hear about this. I don't know if it's even still out, but. At the very least, there were a few episodes of this Jesus new season Christ. of the, the remake of Charmed, and then obviously you just said it, Sabrina, and like um, there's a there's a movie that came out a few years like six years ago or something. I think it was called uh, The Love Witch, and That's it's a great like movie. yeah, I haven't seen it. But oh my I've god, you haven't seen it yet? Oh, no, man. I've heard so much about it. Say so like oh, everyone's all about witches now, and it's like different you know different like levels of which like there's some oh we have and the witch too the movie yeah I was witch, which say, is great like, there's some 
really scary shit. There's some really like evil shit. And there's yeah. some really lighthearted shit. So it's it kind of crosses all of the boards now. It's not just like, oh, witches are spooky and scary. It's like, okay, like witches bewitched. Are- <laughs> witches are, you know, multifaceted. There's so many different angles, like covens and like the actual community that comes together to like Wiccans are like this whole earthbound thing. There's, you can't just say witch and then be scared. It's, it's very, (laughs) and it's like, we care now. It's not the 90s. (laughs) We want the craft now. Well, I I think the, the, one of the most interesting part about the, the love witch is that you've written directed by a lady. A uh, very smart lady, um, and very Probably interesting why it's lady. So popular. <laughs> uh, maybe, but the movie's funny and lighthearted, and it's it's based in like in this the uh, early to uh, early sixties to early seventies. That's a that's a really fun movie. Uh, I yeah. definitely suggest you check it out. Uh, but um, actually, you know what? Uh, I have Shutter, and um, you can watch it with. Uh, Joe Is it Bob on? Briggs. I have Shutter too. If it's on Shutter, then I'm gonna find it because go, go to Joe. Go to. Uh, uh, Joe Bob Briggs, his his app. He's he he covered it with. He did an interview with the lady too. But uh, yeah, he's got it on his. He's got it on his uh, on on his app. But uh, on Shutter. Uh, but um, yeah, that, that's a great flick. I I really highly recommend that movie. But yeah, like like like, um, I like I, I the witch is probably one of my favorite movies of all time. But I I like that idea. But also I'm with you too. I'm like like yeah, witches can be lighthearted. Like like Sabrina and also like. The Miss, uh, Miss, uh, what's what's her name from the original one? Melissa Joan Hart. Oh, Melissa Joan uh, Hart. Yeah. Yeah, I, I still like that one too. I know I said it's shitty, but it's still fun because Melissa Joan Hart is still fun in it. And I, because yeah. her, her and her and Salem are a great, <laughs> com- yeah. like, like pair, like 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 a like a sort of like a a, a Riggs and Murtaugh from Lethal Weapon. They're Do really it. great. Yeah. They talk to each other really well. <laughs> Uh, even though it's an animatronic cat, a <laughs> real human being, yeah. um, <laughs> so you would never honest. know, in my opinion. But uh, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. But um, but yeah, I would love more witches like that. You know, uh, there there hasn't been much of that. You know, really. I mean, we have Bewitched, the original series from the '60s, yeah. and then we have the Bewitched uh, remake, which is which really sucks yeah. pretty badly. Yeah, um, and then we have Sabrina now, who and Sabrina's also like Sabrina and all those characters in that in the house are really likable. Like the grandma, both the grandmas are really like or the aunts. I'm sorry, they're really interesting. But the thing is, though, I read those comic books beforehand, and the comics are super fucking dark and fucking weird and fucked up. Like, yeah, really well, that's why they took such a dark twist with this new series because they wanted it to be more accurate, right? That was my. I, I think so. I think they wanted to do like a dark comedy. That's what they yeah. wanted to do. Which you, they're funny, well, but say, they're fucked up. I don't so know if I'd I like say that. anything about the current rendition of Sabrina being funny. I laugh a lot at it. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I would call. I don't know if I'd label it a comedy. I feel like it's. It's I not feel fully like a comedy. Like I'm just saying there's some fantasy. comedic moments in it. I mean, okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're definitely, every now and then there will be like a, a witty line or something. But I just don't know if I would, I feel like a comedy has to have like an underlying thread of funny. There has to be something that is consistent. Well, I mean, it, it, it just depends. Like like for me, like um, I consider it sort of like uh, what, are the, what are the Coen brothers? 
made a, a witch movie with Sabrina. Uh-huh. And I'm like, yeah, this is kind of like, yeah. kind of, it's not totally close to it, but it's kind of like, like, like Fargo is a funny movie, but it's also a really fucked up movie. Yeah. The, only, the, the, the funny part is the characters, but they're like fucked up things happen, which is yeah. it's still funny in some way. Like, like yeah. even when, when, Sa- when, when Steve Buscemi gets grinded in a fucking like well, log grinder or whatever the fuck it is, it's still <laughs> funny because it's still played as funny. And we have a pregnant Francis McDormand <laughs> shooting this fucking guy like, hey, I, what are you doing over there? Hey, I don't know what's going on. Like, like, and he's like, eh. <laughs> like, it, it's, it's, it's still funny, you know? Uh, yeah. But that's that. the thread. That's the thread of funny when a character is just inherently funny like that versus like a character one time said something like they had a funny line, you know, like there's a difference between someone like just saying something funny one time and someone being funny. Well, the thing is though, like- the, the, the thing is with fancy McDormand is that she's a serious character and it is serious, but also yeah. at the same time, you can also depict it as being very funny. So, like, it's yeah. a, it's, it's a, it's a well, very she interesting takes herself line. seriously, but the way she comes across to us is funny, and that's right. That's the comedy part of it. That, that, that yeah. that's a fun thing to like. Like, okay, what is it supposed to be funny? Like, I don't know, but like, you can still depict it how you want to. But yeah. the craft, there. I don't yeah, really laugh at too much of the movie. No. Like, like it's fair, it takes itself very seriously, honestly. Oh yeah. Um, but um, you know, uh, it's still a really good flick, and I highly respect it. Highly oh, yeah. respect the movies to this day. I still love it. I have it on fucking Blu-ray. I can't wait to get this thing on 4K. I want to see what it looks like on 4K. But like this thing, this is a great flick, and I think it's a it's a uh, what do you call it, stuff like um. Uh, uh, coming into age flick, right? Yeah, like, I think yeah. you could. I think you could call it that. I think so. I, I think it's not. It's certainly not a traditional coming of age story, but it no, is. No, 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 no. It's in its own. It's like in a sub genre of coming of age, but right. it's in there. Yeah. yeah, I think it is too. It's definitely. But, uh, I. I mean, it's pretty flawless. Yeah, I, I I think this movie is a masterpiece. Honestly, I mean, uh, it's just a. But there's some CGI in it that, who gives a fuck? I think all the yeah. actors are really good in it. I don't care. There's that yeah. gr- that great scene of all the sharks and hammerheads on the beach is awesome. It's a great oh, scene. Yeah. The um, fact well, that. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say I I love the whole scene of them um uh, carrying like a fish in a bag, a bird in a cage, yes. all that stuff. All that stuff is really awesome i love all that stuff quite a bit like this this whole traditional like basically giving giving the sacrifices of different points of you know of earth wind fire water i think all that stuff is very fantastic and and yeah i was i mean that's kind of what i was gonna say too because they're it just connects like they keep talking in the beginning about like oh we need a fourth we need a fourth and it's like I think it's so many things like you when you're talking about like a Wiccan, specifically a Wiccan, not even necessarily a witch, a witch can be kind of a broader term, but like a Wiccan who wants to like connect to the earth in a way like you do, you do need to kind of like a, a, a triangle isn't exactly like a connection of all right. the dots. Right. A circle is that. a connection like you want that, that can just everything needs to be harmonized and like then drawn down into the earth. And I feel like taking something from the air and taking something from the water and taking something from the earth like they did with all of those little like creature animals and 
I just, I don't know. It's very satisfying. It feels like these guys know they actually had like an on-hand witch expert for the film. Like they had someone who like was a witch expert and was there to make sure that all, like they read from actual witch books during, during that scene on the beach, they were actually like reading from a, a book yeah, that's like they, a witch book. Well, they actually and, do. Uh, that that lady in the uh, that lady in the uh, uh, the story actually gives uh, uh, Sarah like the book, the craft, <laughs> you know, at one point. Yeah. But um, but like I I, I actually I, I watched the interview uh with the writer of this, and he did he did that sort of research. That's yeah. Why he, that's how he got all this research from. Yeah. So I feel I think that's probably why it all just feels so. It feels so flawless because it is accurate. Like it's historically accurate. That is what they believe in. That is how they perform all of their rituals and spells. And it's a very complete kind of spell and practice. So it just, it's very believable because it's all based in reality. But um, fun fact, I was just reading about how um, when they were filming that scene, on the beach with um like casting that spell and trying to like invoke yeah, yeah, on everything yeah. apparently um like stuff actually happened like i, I think it was like the, right. the director was saying that they didn't um they would show up on the beach and there were no waves and then as soon as the girls started reciting their spells the waves were just immediately crashing and they were high and they were just very very threatening and then when um when nancy's line said i think like fill me manon or what fill, manon fill me up or whatever yeah yeah, um, yeah, yeah like yeah. all of the lights went out oh. and it was like really spooky shit so like yeah. as they were actually practicing and even their they had their little witch expert on the side who was just looking at everyone like um oh boy <laughs> like oh shit guys <laughs> um maybe we call we, can we call it a day this is really scary oh my god so it was like during that scene like they were actually manifesting something i i do remember also hearing that uh putting the uh fake shark bodies on the beach also uh brought some people in they got freaked out Oh yeah, um, sure. yeah. It was pretty. It was pretty cool. Like people got freaked out on the beach. Like on the even on the the, the uh, uh not the beach itself, but like also the beach, but also like the seawall. They got freaked. Like what the fuck is this? Like apparently yeah. a lot of people came down like to see like these fake dead bodies, and that's, yeah, that's what you. That's what you want. There. It's you know? just like a bunch of real life people. Like what the fuck is happening? <laughs> the, the, the fake sharks. They look good. So hey, they did. And like I was watching that. I'm like, that's not real. For sure, that's not real. That can't It'll, be real. But at the same though. time, looking at it, it like that, that looks pretty real, man. That's pretty believable. That's realistic. And <laughs> I think that Fruza Balk really, Fruza Balk really pulled it. Like, like her yeah, dedication to this thing. Like, I love all the actors in this movie. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But this movie also had me fall in love with Fruza Balk. Like, like it was my like probably one of my first crushes of all time was Nancy. I know she is uh, like, but. When you put aside that scary look on her face, that's like always there. She's a really beautiful person. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. she's so beautiful, and I like, I I love her with dark lipstick, and I love her with dark hair, and it's just stunning on her. And I I think the 
obviously the craft is like amazing. But when I think of her, I do think my first thought goes to <laughs> Waterboy. Oh, okay. <laughs> No, it uh, goes to Waterboy when he's like taking a test or whatever. Yeah. In that yeah. room, and she comes, she she's like knocking on the window and she holds up a sign. She's like, Do you want me to kill them? Because <laughs> she's just like the super intense girlfriend. But she's I, so I, I was thinking I was thinking more of um uh almost famous. He's almost famous. Um, yeah, I don't know. But, I feel like I don't but, I, but I for me her. though. It's like powerful and like dangerous. <laughs> oh, she's very dangerous in the movie. But I think for for me at least, um, me shows my age. Uh, Return to Oz is where, and she's a child. She's probably we're probably the same. We're all probably the same age as her in Return to Oz. But like she, that's where I remember Fruzo Bulk from. That was the first movie. Um, <laughs> and have you seen Return to Oz? I don't think so. No. Oh my god. <laughs> So, I, oh my god okay we, we have to talk about this off the podcast but oh my god okay <laughs> okay jesus christ this is a sequel it's a sequel to wizard of oz we'll have to get into this because uh, i want you coming back for that because that movie is fucking amazing and terrifying but anyways she's also like 10 years old or something like that in that movie it's her first movie is, is is return to oz but um anyways uh steph thank you so much for coming on and talking to me about the craft, a great fucking '90s classic, and I couldn't have done it without I, you, man. I know I was pretty pivotable, P- pivotal, pivotal, <laughs> pivotal. <laughs> <laughs> just, just edit that out. It's okay, literally oh a trophy I'm putting on my wall right now on my shelf. Whatever, I was important. I was an important part of this. So you were. It's very talking. important part. Yeah. <laughs> so the only thing. Take, yeah, just like like I, just let me find a fucking movie I can do with my cousin, like to do on get her back on the show after a fucking year. Yeah, I got <laughs> yeah. it. Okay, get the craft. It's fucking awesome. Let's do the craft. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, but um, anything else you have to say before we get off here? Um, long live the nineties, man. Yeah, the long live the th- yes. for the most part, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, had, we had some dips but it, it was great overall it was great it was then, pretty great overall yeah there's a lot of music i still love and um you know what fuck you most of you people out there that hate the mom jeans i'm a big fan of the mom jeans so fuck off whatever get over it live your <laughs> life i don't fucking know what you guys are doing but chill out <laughs> mom jeans were just for moms dads were mom jeans too so get over it it all happened sure. <laughs> and They're you not- more than likely wore the mom jeans back in the day There's- so fuck off so, anyways, <laughs> you guys take it easy out there. Stephanie, thank you again for being here, man. And uh, take care of each other out there. And don't, please don't be a piece of shit. We'll talk to you guys next time. Later. Okay.